Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. We start off chapter 9, where we left off in chapter 8. Steve, Emily, Azor, and Bucky were running away from Clinton and his gang as they'd finally got back the three items. But they were stopped by Marley and the Salt Army, where she questions them. And now we find out what happens next. Chapter 9, A Gathering at the Castle. Where are you going, and why are you here? Marley says, Well, we're trying to go see Lyris. He's not telling you the whole truth. That green, mossy man, he stole our things, responded Clinton. That's not true. You stole our things, said Emily. Well, I suppose we should settle this now. I think we should all go visit Lyris. The two groups agreed, knowing that the Salt Army was much more powerful than either one of their groups. Marley separated them into small groups to take the elevator up to the castle. In one group, there was Azor, Bucky, Emily, and Steve with Marley. In another group, Clinton and his goon Thorin, along with two Salt Army soldiers. And in the final group, the other two members of Clinton's gang and two Salt Army soldiers. Well, going to wait till we all get to the bridge before we enter the castle, said Marley before they left to go up the elevator. Marley's group, and they got on the elevator and rose up. Emily was still scared going up, but this time she had more on her mind than thinking about falling from this height. When they arrived on the bridge, they sent the elevator back down to get the next group. And that is when Azor cut the lines of the elevator and it spiraled down to the ground and crashed into a million pieces. Great idea, Azor. Now we can get to Lyris without those goons. Why did you do that, Azor? We need to go see Lyris. These guys are trouble. Steve, Emily, and Azor started going towards the castle entrance, with Bucky falling slowly behind. No, you may not enter without the others. Too bad, we gotta get in there now, said Steve. Marley looked down to the bottom of the valley, and Clinton was raising his fist and yelling, I told you those folks were bad. We need to find another way into the castle. Let's go this way, guys. And the Salt Army followed them, and they headed around the castle to the back entrance that Steve and Emily had taken to enter the castle when they arrived in Izo. Marley had nothing else to do but follow Azor, Steve, and Emily into the castle. Well, hello says Sharva. It's good to see you again. Come, Lyris is waiting. They followed Sharva down some stairs to a large room with a big table in the center, a couple chairs on either end, and a fireplace on the far side of the wall. Lyris was standing on the far end of the table. He looked much better than the last time they saw him, but he had a dark aura around him that made Steve and Emily feel a little uneasy about the situation. Welcome back to the castle. I assume you've come back with the items that I've asked you to bring. Yes, we have all three of them, said Emily excited. Well, thank you. I appreciate your efforts. Can you lay them on the table for me to see? Emily and Steve grabbed the items out of the bag and set them carefully on the table in front of them. Very well done indeed. I see the glass dagger, the gem of the sun, and the old staff. 
Oh, these are beautiful items, and these are going to be very, very helpful to me. What are you going to do with them? Said Steve. How is this going to help stop Cole? Before Lyris could respond, Clinton and his gang, along with a couple members of the Salt Army, entered into the room in a hurry. What's going on here? And Clinton tried to grab the old staff, but Lyris stopped him in his tracks. No, you will not. You fools. You couldn't even stop them and bring me the items like I asked you to. Items? What do you mean? Lyris, you asked us to bring them. You're right, I did, because you were the only ones that could get the old staff from the forest. But I didn't trust you. I didn't trust you at all. And that's why I wanted them to bring me back the items. What do you mean? Why wouldn't you trust us? Did you just want to use us because we were humans we could get into the forest of screams? Said Emily. Lyris's voice changed dramatically as he responded. I guess you could say that, for I'm not Lyris at all. I am Cole of Colja. Cole dropped his white cloth that was around him, and underneath was a black cloak, blacker than any black that they had ever seen. For now that you've brought me the items, I cannot be stopped, which was what Lyris's plan was in the first place. I will use these now to take over this whole land of Izo to be my own. No, you can't do that! Oh, I can, and I'm going to start now. Cole grabbed the glass dagger from the table, and he placed it in what looked sort of like a vice. Then he picked up the gem of the sun. I will show you the power that I have now. Thank you, Azor, for helping these kids bring me these items back. And now I'm going to give you your reward. And he pointed the gem of the sun at the dagger, which was pointing right towards Azor. And a blinding light shot through the dagger. And just before it hit Azor, Bucky jumped into the air in the path of the light. Poof! Standing there now was another older man in place of Bucky. Steve took the opportunity while Cole was distracted to knock the gem of the sun out of his hand. However, Cole grabbed Steve. Cole, you have done enough damage today. It is time now to stop you. It was Lyris who was talking now, and he grabbed the old staff and pointed it towards Cole. Let the boy go, my brother. He does not concern you. This is between you and me. And we must end it forever, right now, declared Lyris. I've been waiting for this moment a long time, Lyris. Fine, I'll let the boy go. But no tricks. Just you and me. Cole let go of Steve, and Steve ran to the side of the room. Everybody had actually moved to the side of the room now, and there was just the table between Lyris and Cole. One on one end one on another. Cole flung his hands out in front of him and said, Hadee, hadaw, hada, and lightning struck out of his fingers towards Lyris, but Lyris counteracted with the staff and stopped it with a blinding light. Cole made another attempt this time, saying, Hadee, A different colored light came out of his fingers towards Lyris. But Lyris, this time, was able to reflect it with his own hands, holding the blue light in midair. And walking closer and closer towards Cole, Lyris dropped the staff onto the ground. 
and looked into his brother's eyes and said, Cole, it is time for both of us to leave this world forever. Cole said, No, I will stay and you will go. And he pushed his hand forward and the blue light pushed Lyris back a little bit. But Lyris now pushed back harder and he started to run towards Cole. And once he got to Cole, he let his hand down and he crashed right into Cole and they disappeared instantly into a blue light. This concludes Chapter 9, A Gathering at the Castle. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare. Available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast. Please leave us feedback as well as coming back to listen to our next episode. Music